So guys, we we've been apart for a while, and during this time that I was we was apart, I went camping. Yeah. And I have found out that of all the alcohol in the world, which my body refuses to accept, is red wine. So I want to propose to you guys: what is the one alcohol <clears throat> your body disagrees with? Jaeger. Jaeger. I hate Jaeger. Jaeger can go away. One hundred percent. I like Jaeger. For me, tequila. Cannot stand tequila. Oh no, I like tequila. The, 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 the very first time I had tequila, I was in London uh, with my dad, and we just we were just like, in this bar, and they were like giving out like free shots of it, like free samples. They thought, hey, it's free beer. I had a quick sip of it. Oh god, this is nasty. But it was free beer, so damned if we were going to turn it down. So we just like held a nose as you chugged it, <laughs> and we could still taste it like three days later. It's nasty, nasty stuff. Free spirit, I said, for, me. Uh, for me, it has to be Jaeger because of my heart. Like I always used to drink it in uh, at the, uh, the the nightclub Mosh in Leicester, and uh, <laughs> I always used to drink it with obviously energy drinks. And because of my heart, it got to a point where I was like, I can't drink this in energy drinks, and I didn't like the taste of Jaeger. But yeah, it got me drunk, so that was why I drank it. But I was like, for my own health, there's better alcohol that can do the same job. And I'll enjoy it more than Jaeger. Uh, so, and then uh, that leads me on to my story of red wine. Come on. So, so, when I was camping, I was drinking every day with the families. It was nice. Um, then it came to that fateful, fateful Tuesday night where we started oh, yes. off, you know, drinking beers as usual, had maybe four, five, six, and then was like, we're going through a lot of beer, but we still got a bottle of vodka which we need to touch. So we started to tackle the vodka, and we was using uh, Red Bulls. So we was having vodka Red Bulls at about three. So, so by about now, I'm six. I'm six cans down, and three, you know, double vodkas down. So I'm I'm getting there. The, the, there's a couple with with two kids camping right next to us, and you know they're all these like health people. They go to all sorts of music festivals like Shambhala. They're like giving their kids hummus and stuff. It's quite you know healthy, healthy. But the mother, she comes out with this box of red wine. And I've never seen a box of red wine before. And for those of you who have never seen it before, it's literally like a big cereal box with a bag of red wine in it. Yep. And I had my glass, which I was using to have my double vodkas, which was roughly about a pint glass. So usually if you're in a restaurant, if you have a red wine, they'd probably give you like, you know, maybe a quarter of a glass. The first time I had red wine, she filled up my glass to the top. And then uh, we was all around the campfire. We were, you know, drink, we were drinking. We we're having a barbecue, having a good chat. It was a good, time, really, really good time. I enjoyed being outdoors. It was like giving me flashbacks of Download Festival. It was really nice. Huh. I got down about halfway down this um, pint of wine, and then the mother then offers, "Oh, I fancy another red wine, Brandon. Would you like some more red wine?" And obviously, I've I've, I've only half finished this wine, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Dan, you'll probably know this because you've known me for quite a while. Is if someone offers you a drink and you still got drink left, you down whatever drink you've got left, don't you? Yeah. So I then neck this half a glass of wine just so I can get a top up of even more wine. And this continued for about three glasses. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and apparently I was in so much of a state I had to get escorted to the toilets. I was walking into in like over guide ropes. There's some bushes which I stumbled across. I don't remember actually getting back into my tent. Obviously, 
it's windy so how the heck was i gonna actually like open up my tent and actually get in were you with your girlfriend was she not like helping yeah you? but i was with her <laughs> and the parents were ripping into me the fact oh. that red wine completely disagreed with me and <laughs> oh it wasn't the hangover which got me you know like if you have like a a night a night out i don't feel sick on the night i always feel sick on the night on the day after i felt really really sick this next day and i was meeting my parents in hunstanton so what's usually was meant to be a 10 minute drive from where we we're camping to hunstanton was fucking heavy traffic oh my gosh it was a half an hour drive while i was feeling queasy from being hung over Oh, that's and my me... stomach was disagreeing with the concepts of the red wine. Oh, that's giving me flashbacks. And when I say my, and when I say my stomach, I mean my intestines. I could not walk properly. I could not sit down. I was an absolute mess. And it was only just, the, uh, just maybe a couple of days ago. So bear in mind, this was last week. It's taken me a whole week for my stomach and intestines to recover from having all that red wine. So yeah, I am not touching red wine again. <laughs> I don't blame you. So, uh, for those that don't know, um, standard glasses of red wine are about 175 mil, and a large one is 250 mil, which is just under half a pint. That's for a large one, oh my which gosh. is about a, a large wine is uh, a third of a bottle because it normally is like 750 mil. So, yeah, uh -huh. you drank like three bottles of red wine. That is gonna have some effect on you. <laughs> Not surprised. Oh dear, Brandon. Oh my gosh! How are you alive? This, this is what this is what you do when we have three weeks break of recording. <laughs> you get you find alcohol that does not suit you. It's the coping mechanism. Well, well, to be fair, if you've had an extra week to kill between recordings, you think, well, what do I do for that extra week? I don't know. Let's get flat out drunk, and if I don't wake up mm. in the next six days, it don't matter. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, but this actually following on from the fact that I was camping, this is something which I actually just want to talk very briefly with you guys because I never really, I've never really understood this. But obviously during camping, we have no internet, uh, signals dire. There's not really any technology which you can have. So I sort of took it upon myself to actually have a digital detox. So literally a week of you know barely any contact with you know electronic devices, no social media, no nothing. It was it was amazing. Two or three days into this digital detox, my back pain like almost went and my neck pain went. It was astonishing. So if anyone, if any viewers or, you know, both of you guys as well, if you do suffer with like neck and back pain, I highly recommend just having a, like a weak digital detox. It fucking works wonders. Oh. Funny you should say that, Brandon, because uh, I did like just, a, uh, it's only a week, but I just had like a week like completely off like Facebook because I, I use it quite a lot normally. But I thought, nah, I'm just going to have a break from it for a bit. And you know what? It works wonders for your mental health. You just oh, like, yeah. get away from like everyone arguing and all the bad news you see. And, like, it's like, oh, yeah. Don't want to know. Don't want to know. I'm just going to have a break for a bit. And oh, yeah. when you come back, it's like, oh, yeah, I feel a bit better. I think we've all, yeah, kind, of, I think we've all kind of had a bit like that. I think I've just had a... I've been a bit similar. Obviously, I can't go into details. Not, not, on, not on recording. But I've had a similar thing in... Even just like past couple of weeks, and even I'm going away next weekend. I'm just so positive in why I, I've done certain things, and it's just really made a great positive impact on my life. It's, like I think sometimes having a break from social media or doing certain things on social media to help your mental health is very, very good for you. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, as I say, always have a break from social media every now and again. Probably every couple of months, I recommend it. That is to say, though, uh, that doesn't apply to Victory Achieved podcast. Please plug that in your ears 24-7. Indeed. Welcome to Victory Achieved podcast a video game podcast this is episode nine and i'm dan and i'm with brandon and chris hello hello yellow well, on episode nine guys the best the best the number of the best final fantasy i mean my favorite final fantasy not not the best <laughs> let's my favorite let's i'm not gonna not go into that argument but nine episodes guys we're here one more and then we're double digits jesus it's hard to believe we've nearly been doing this for half a year. No. But we're nearly, like, after two more episodes, we've been doing this for half a year. No, it's, not, it's, just, no, it's not that long. Every, no. every two weeks we do it. Four months, mate. But, May, oh yeah, I June, I July, oh yeah, I can't maths. August, September. Oh, no, about five it's months. It's that red wine that's still in your system. I, I, t- I, t- Gary, I sent you guys a message in the... Um, in the Facebook, I was like, I think I caught reading disease from camping. I, oh I can't even do numbers. Getting <laughs> oh you still drunk. <laughs> he's always drunk. It's Brandon. No, <laughs> he's not. Um, but no, I even like if obviously we've not had a bit of a break from recording because we've all been busy and it like it feels so weird to just talk to you guys again because we all chat to each other on Messenger or whatever text every now every week, but. It's been like ages, just like this, and it's already not even hardly recorded. It's just great to hear your voices again. Ah, thank you. It's it's good yeah. to hear your voice too. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But uh, so I, I guess on more of a, a video game uh, topic, I finished Link's Awakening on the Switch while we were all having our long three week break now correct me if I'm wrong but I believe that Link's Awakening is not Skyward Sword which you were playing I I, <laughs> I am still playing Skyward Sword and I I'm not going to say where I am until I finished it Fair I'm not going to talk about it anymore until I finished it I did say it, it gets a bit padded out near the second half so I wondered if you started to get like uh, preoccupied by something else now uh, you, you're not you're not wrong there, um, <laughs> but uh, on Link's Awakening because I was nearly I nearly finished it, so I was like uh, I uh, I was uh, actually editing I think it was the last episode or the last or the last either episode seven or eight I can't remember which one, and I was like for those of you who don't know I tend to do something while I'm editing and just listen to the podcast, so I was like I can't really play Skyward Sword because it's quite a bit intense at this wherever I was so I put Link's Awakening on and I was like I need to finish it so I, and I actually did so I've now finally finished Link's Awakening on the Switch and it's great well I have a sad tale of Link's Awakening please do tell I, I I have finished it on the original black and white Game Boy oh. uh, my original copy but alas oh, no. I have no record of it because my copy of it is so old the battery saver's gone Oh no! Oh no! So if I do want to play it in its original form for real, I want to play it for in one city. (laughs) 
But or you or you can get the DX version, which is the closest you can get to it. Oh yeah, I can emulate it. But if I want to play my real fizz. Yeah, because technically the Switch version is the second remake of Link's Awakening. It certainly is. Yeah, because you have Link's Awakening DX on the Game Boy Color, and now you have it on the Switch. Which added, the DX version added one new dungeon, which was a bit crap. <laughs> yeah, I finished it in like less than 10 minutes on the Switch, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I can't yeah, believe how... Like, oh, we've, we've, we've got color in this version, so we're going to... <laughs> really unique name and just called it the Color Dungeon. And make, make all the puzzles. All the puzzles color orientated. And they were really <laughs> so, easy. Which, sadly, makes it impossible to play for colorblind people. Who could play the original with no problems? Yeah. What? It, it, it's an optional dungeon, though, so it's, you know. Oh, yeah, but still. But I, I, what do you know? I did really enjoy Link's Awakening, and uh, I'm actually going to let uh, some borrow it. In a bit when they finished Skyward, but I really enjoyed it. After I had, I got, I was, I have got DX and I played a good amount of it, and then I got stuck. Uh, I don't know why I got stuck because when I did it on Switch, I was like, "Why did I get stuck?" I have no idea. But uh, no, I, I really enjoyed the Switch version. Obviously, it is easier. I did not die, <laughs> so there you go. The only time I remember it being more difficult, on the original version at least, was the very last dungeon, because it's a little bit confusing. I think the uh, remake makes it a lot more clear as what Yeah. I, it's I, a bit more cryptic in the original. Your Eagle's Tower is a bit of a weird one with the, the, the big balls. Yes, the, the big balls. <laughs> well, the big ball, not the big balls. It's only one ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you basically <laughs> have to... so much worse. You basically have to bring smash the tower down, Brandon. So you have to get the big ball, and you have to. So you have to. So have to smash down this massive hard tower, and there's a single ball there. Yeah, and there's yeah, like. Why does that yeah, remind yeah. me of someone we know? <laughs> um, let's not go any more into that. But uh... <laughs> oh my gosh, Brandon! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Moving swiftly on. You know, I've, li before, I've literally just seen him, by the way. I. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> you didn't I'm have assuming this bit's going to get cut, isn't it? I might have to cut this bit. But... <laughs> Fucking hell. You don't have to name uh... drop him. But, yeah, I, I really. I, I think the Switch version's really good. But. Uh, I, it's easier with the quality of life improvements, but. Just what it is. Yeah. Oh, just just little things like uh, having certain items mapped to specific yeah. buttons rather than having to swap them out. So yeah. in the original games, you could only like, hold two items at once. One of those being your sword and, and also your shield as well, which you're nearly always going to use. So really, that narrows it down to like one item slot, and you've got to constantly go to the menu to swap yeah. out. But then you have the like you... when you've got to run yeah. with the Pegasus boots, and then yeah, you jump got... as well. Mm. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, it's the, the closest I can compare it to is like doing the water temple in the original Ocarina of Time where you've constantly got to speed swap to your iron boots. At least it's kind of, kind of like that. At least on the 3DS version, the water temple is kind of a bit fixed. Yeah, well, it's just a simple thing like just having the uh, colour pipe showing you what affects what level. And having the iron boots mapped to, as an item so you can just 
toggle them on and off. That too. Like, because it basically, it's only really the, the 3DS version basically fixes it. And it, I have to be honest, I've never, I, I never hated the Water Dungeon as much as other people. No, I, I remember pretty much considering back in the day one of my playthroughs a dead save, like probably my first one, because I got to that point and I screwed, seemed to have screwed up the like switch puzzles so much. I was just so confused, like. Fuck it. I'm starting again. <laughs> this time when I do Damn it, I'm going to follow a walkthrough. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, but speaking of um, Legend of Zelda games, I've actually finally started Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. And when I say I started it, I... Well, long story. Back to camping. <laughs> had a day out at Great Yarmouth. And then nice I was, we went, yeah, went to game and I was like, now that I've got a PS5... Um, I want to get some PS5 games, and then while I was there, I saw uh, Breath of the Wild there, which was cheaper than any of the other shops which I've seen it. So I thought, screw it, I'm going to go buy Breath of the Wild. Got home, and I was like, no, I didn't get home. I got back to the ca- well, got back to my girlfriend's, and I was like, there's something wrong with this game and Demon Souls. I didn't actually get the games. They actually packed the the showcases, so I didn't actually own the games until a couple of days after camping. Because they had to then send them out from, like, to me. So in the meantime, I was using my girlfriend's Breath of the Wild, and yeah, some of the puzzles in there are quite nice. And I, I was quite actually amazed at how big the map actually is. It's um, fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I know uh, people um, like weeks after it came out were like discussing areas. And I finished the game, didn't like 100% complete it, but he was showing you things like, oh, we go talk to the horse god. It's like a horse god. The fuck's a horse god? I didn't see that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Uh, but uh, I, you swiftly mentioned there, and we know you've got your hands on it now, uh, you swiftly mentioned uh, the Demon Souls remake. We've got to ask, what's it like, Brendan? Okay, so <laughs> I only brief, yeah, I only briefly, well, I say I briefly played, I played Demon Souls once on the PS3, and, and that was last year or the year before. And playing the PS5 version graphically is a huge upgrade, right? The Blue world, Bluepoint, Blue yeah, it knocked that, out the it, park. And I've also got to say, the actual like, load speed from the PS5, oh my god, that makes a huge difference. And even just any of the other games I play, yeah, graphically is really nice. It feels slow because I think that's just the combat style of Demon mm. Souls. Like everything, you're just fat, no matter what you do on Demon Souls. And it's mm. it seems a lot more polishing because even about if you look at Dark Souls One, you had bonfires relatively regularly. Yeah. Demon Souls. Like three per world or something. Yeah. Like yeah. one where you start, one beat the mid boss, and one where you beat the end boss. Like it's it it is unforgiving like that. Oh yeah. And then also I stumbled across the flame lurker and I was like, fuck that, let's change world, let's go to the point of one. Now I've seen a number of times people saying, Oh, the flame lurker is like the hardest boss in the game, but I've played through the original Demon Souls several times. I've never had an issue with it. I've just beaten them like pretty much first time every time. I don't know if I've been extremely lucky or what. I've never he must have no been. Flame is like it's it's a, just a tank fest with him early on. But I, I'm, at the moment, I'm using the bastard sword, and every hit I was doing 64 damage. And I was like, okay, that's one thousandth of his HP gone. I'm roll, I'm fat rolling. I've got no healing items. I think I need to abandon ship. <laughs> yeah, that's my experience so far. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I was just making me thinking. Has there been like any? games and all the Dark Souls games like any bosses that you've not died to because I'm thinking at the top of my head uh, just in like Dark Souls 2 in like the 
12, 15 playthroughs I've done, I've never once died to the Looking Glass Knight or like the Covetous Demon ever. There's a I'll few. Say, like, I think the Covetous Demon's maybe the the main one. Yeah, there's quite a few where I've not died, but then I've only done it once, so it's like, hmm. Mm. If I've done it multiple uh, times, then it's a bit more like, yeah, I could say, uh, I'm not really sure if I want to pick. Obviously, there's a few in like Dark Souls would be like, oh, I've not 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 died to this one. Like, I oh, I was about to say Gwyn, but I think I have died to Gwyn actually. That's a lie. Oh, I certainly have. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I've not died to Gwyn, but then I'm like, yeah, I also had Solaire helping me for like near of most of them. Yeah, let him fight. You just like hide in the corner. No, I have be- I have beaten Gwyn one on one. Like I, no, I have beaten him without Solaire one on one. No, I have done that. Uh, and I did die when I was doing that, but I was like, I have to beat him without Solaire. I can't. I have to believe in my ability. Oh, I've, I've never died to pinwheel either. I think I have. <laughs> I have. Like when, I first, when, I, when I first stumble in, and it obviously, because obviously it's, 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 a, it's a blind playthrough, I'm going through it, I don't know he's there, I, I just go into this pit and it's like, oh, oh, it's a boss. Oh, great, magic, I'm dead. I think it was, I think I went in really low level and somehow I died. That was the only time. I've only died once. Every other time I've been fine. Yeah, I think it's that first playthrough. All the other ones, it's fine. Probably the boss do you reckon died... El... So, do you reckon like Elden Ring's gonna have any bosses like that? You... Like, this is, this nah. Is, this is the joke of the game. <laughs> nah, I I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt it Let's will. Speculate. Yeah, I think all apparently all the in-game like stuff is all um the director of like I can't remember his name. The director of like Souls. But then all the George Martin stuff might just be all the world building. That's not obviously just makes up the game. So you're not get none of the none of the text you'll read in the game is anyf- is anything George Martin's written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably just like outline the basis. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, but so. that's out. Is it January? We're all I can't wait. We're all pumped for that. Yeah, yeah. It's out. It's out in January, and it's out just after my birthday, so I can't get it. For that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, be, we'll all be pre-ordering it or something, or only yeah, playing like it. A, dig- like a deluxe edition or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. We'll all we'll all be because it's on PS4 anyway, so we can all play it. That'd be great. It, it, it's coming out PS4, PS5, isn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. Yeah. Which I hope it's coming out on PS5 and not just PS4. No, yeah. it, it is. <laughs> Could you get it up? But yeah, it is. Yeah, I'll say I'm looking forward to that 60 FPS, beautiful, fast mm. load times. Uh-huh. I do have one major issue with a PS5, and that's this: is when I'm streaming, because there's no load times, that's my dedicated time to have a sip of my tea. So when yeah. I'm playing games, <laughs> I see the sitting there going cold because I can't stop playing. Uh, I'll do just what I do when I stream. I just openly drink anyway. I do, but I normally like take a moment to like sit and relax and smell the roses, <laughs> have a cup of tea. Uh, no, can't do that. <laughs> I know. I I am actually, especially. I think the one game which I noticed it the most, which you're probably not going to like, is Genshin Impact. Okay, like, that's I'd... the main game I noticed the load time difference. 
Uh, it's been ages since I played that. I can't remember. I don't remember the loading screens being criminal in that. Probably no. when it's the like fact that it's almost instantly like the fact that you can fast travel from one side of the earth to the other, and it's and it's already loaded. Like I think, in, I think initially booting up the game it takes a little while, but once you're in, you're good to go. Yeah, I've not played it in ages. I think I've deleted it now. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I, I did as well. It was like it was, it was fun for a bit, and I did what I thought was like the end of the main storyline, where you fight like a big dragon, and it was a pain in the ass. Controls are shite. And they've added some more <laughs> new bosses then to it. Yeah. Uh, and well, yeah, some of them are actually I'm quite done. difficult. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so there was while we've been, I think it was actually a couple of days after we uh, recorded. Episode 8, funny enough. There was a, a Pokemon announcement. I do want to quickly talk about was this. Was there? Yeah, there was. About Shining... Is it Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl? And, oh, and Pokemon Arceus. Those two games. I see the Diamond and Pearl remakes are coming out this year. And Arceus is coming out early next year. Now... I'm going to go straight to Arceus because that's the one I'm more interested by. I I don't, obviously, Brandon, you, from the sounds of it, you've not watched any of the trailer. But have you watched I've not. I've not watched the trailer, but I've seen, you know, on Facebook, it would be like, oh, Brilliant Diamond and whatever. Yeah. Have you, yeah, you I've, seen, I've seen, like, the, the uh, initial trailers for both of them uh, a little while ago, but I've not seen anything new for Arceus. Right. So with Arceus, they've... Reveal some new Pokemon. Now, what? Yeah. So, so these Pokemon are, are like you know you have the uh, Galarian forms and Alolan forms, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, there's one. It's kind of something like that. So there's one for Growlithe, and it, it looks like it's got ginormous fur all over its head. It looks really. It looks kind of cute. I really like the design. I'm not really sure what typing it is, except it's fire and something else. But it kind of looks a bit more yeah. like a sheepdog, Growlithe. <laughs> and but then there's a, there's a there's two new evolutions for pre-existing Pokemon though. Right. Do you know there's a Gen two one, and a Gen five one. So the Gen five one is Basculin. Do you? Hey. Remember, it's a water Pokemon. So, in you could get like a blue and a red version. It's like a green Mon, but it has like red or blue stripes. Mm-hmm. So they've uh, that's now evolved. So you can get an evolved form of that. But there's a Gen two Pokemon that they've given a new evolved form to, and I, I'm right. re- really, I'm really happy. It's got something going for it. It's one of those Pokemon where. I've always felt it's completely redundant, but now it's don't tell me it's unknown. No, it's not unknown. Okay, but, but now it's got something going for it, and it's I'm looking forward to Pokemon Arceus. It's Stantler, who evolves into is it Weirdir? Weirdir? <laughs> I'm can't... literally looking at it now. How about to have a look? Oh, I can't. I don't know the name. Yeah, it's a normal psychic type. And uh, and he's got a he needs the big horn Pokemon. Yeah, so, it looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was just seeing that I was like oh, I'm I'm probably going to get the game when it comes out next year. Yeah, weird uh, Basque Legion. 
Yeah, Basque Legion. Yeah. I see what they're doing with like that and uh, Arcanine, as you say. Uh, they're going for a sort of yokai look. Yeah. Uh, yokai, for people that don't know, is like uh, ancient sort of Japanese folklore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you played the game Neo, you might recognize some similar designs. Mm. But I, I really like the new the Pokemon Direct where it had the two games. Where it had a few other stuff. That stuff for Unite and. Uh, another Mo- Pokemon Mobile game but the stuff for Arceus and was really interesting and but those were like those new Pokemon I was like oh I wanted to just mention it to you guys right I'm, I'm having a look at the the new version of Growlithe and yep. I'm just going to come out and say it. uh you know those uh sweets the ice gems and I can't even see it <laughs> Nah, Although I really like Ice Gems, so I'm not going to say, I don't know if this is going to be a bit of an unpopular opinion, but I am really, really hoping that they keep some of the aesthetics and the play styles of, you know, like what Gen 4 was. What, I don't mean... want it. I don't want it to be over, too over the top. Like, oh, you mean in the, the remakes? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to mention some of that now. Because uh, you know how they've—I think they've like tried to keep a lot of, tried to keep it quite faithful from the looks of like the latest Pokemon Direct. Mm. So they've uh, like you know how you could put like on your Pokeballs where you when it when the Pokemon came out it could do like different things. Yeah. The seals, yeah, the seals. You can do still do that. Okay. What they have done is you know, you still like the characters that you the the char- the two characters you pick but now you can change outfits as well okay that's a little bit of a nice cosmetic change yeah and what they have done from the looks of it is what i'm really happy is it looks like they've given diamond and pearl the platinum pokedex instead of obviously you'll eventually get the national decks anyway but i assu- assuming so but it looks like they, you have the the platinum Pokedex instead of the diamond and pearl Pokedex, mm. which will make will balance the game far better. Yeah, because uh, I, I I did prefer the uh, the platinum Pokedex over the yeah the original games. The diamond and pearl Pokedex is really unbalanced, really unbalanced. Do you want to know how many oh, fire Pokemon there are? <laughs> Two. 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 Yeah. But then with well, platinum, like, you get like a few more. Well, I just want to come out and say it because I know a lot of people have said the same thing, but I'm afraid I have to jump on the bandwagon. And I understand they're trying to get the graphics to look similar to how they were in the original. Yeah. But I really do not like the art style. I hate the yeah, chibiness of everything. It's it grown on me. But it I... really hasn't. It... <laughs> I, I, I will still like more than likely buy it and play it through but I just don't like the look of it I really don't <laughs> I, I do kind of agree but I also like I think it has kind of grown on me a bit but I do also agree initially I was a bit like oh but looking at the latest trailer it, I think the earlier stuff was was much more rough the latest trailer did look like it ironed out a bit of it maybe that's well, just me when the cat- 
when like the character models are in battle, they're like uh, yeah. normal scale. Yeah. So why didn't you just do that? It doesn't exactly scream like next gen, like uh, like graphical update. It's like no, nah. I, I think I I think I prefer the pixelated look. I think it's got more charm to it. <laughs> oh yeah, the pixelated look has so much more charm, definitely. Yeah. But... Definitely. Uh, is there anything? I was going to say as well, like how faithful are they going to be to like the actual scale and size of the world as well? Like, I really do hope they don't like cut corners and be like, okay, there's a big area of the map here. Let's just, you know, let's just compress Make it a it little DLC. bit. Make it DLC. <laughs> Hopefully not. Nah. I think there's it... a lot. Come on. No. I can say there's there's a lot of stuff in the Pokemon games I've never bothered with. Like, I know you you were just on about seals and like. Uh, changing your stances, uh, stuff like the beauty contest. I've never ever bothered with all that. Neither have I. Um, even even when I did a Nuzlocke in Pokemon Sword, all the camping stuff, never bothered with it. No, neither. Yeah. I haven't either. But I, I, it's just like a lot. I know a, the Gen Four fan base. A lot of them like the seal stuff, where you can put seals on your Pokeballs, and the fact that. That's still in, I think, for a lot of Gen 4 fans. They're very happy. Like, it doesn't bother me. I'm just ha- I'm happy for them. That, that's, I'm happy for those people. Who are like, yay. <laughs> I know they, they were keeping the underground online thing, aren't they? Oh, I was going to say, that's one thing I oh. actually like. I just didn't have friends to do it. Oh, the underground looks really cool in the remake. Mm, that's one thing that might be interesting. You can actually catch Pokemon. There's, like, certain Pokemon... That I think you can only catch in the underground. Wasn't That'd that the case with uh, Spirit Tomb? You could only do. Or is that the wrong gen? No, no, that, there is a something with Spirit Tomb. I can't remember how you do it. But. No, yeah. no, no, but I think it's, it's something to do with the underground. Yeah, it is. I thought, I thought, I thought you had to like make uh, contact with like 50 or so players. Might be. And then it appears. Like that. I actually did it. Mm. But I used. Another, another, just another Pokemon game, because I've got both Diamond and Pearl. And I think you can just do it with one, one of an, another one. Like you just, I think you just have to do it fifty times with another one. Mm. I think I don't the know. The only, the only generation I've got all one hundred fifty one in, obviously, is a uh, Gen One. I've finished a Pokedex on that, but yeah, that's because it was massive at the time, and everyone's playing it. All my mates were playing it. Uh, it's just the right place at the right time. But when it came to the other gen, because I, I only had like the one copy, I didn't have the other half. It's like, oh, I know I'm not going to get all the hundred and fifty odd, mm. whatever. Uh, I know I'm not going to get all of them, so I didn't even try. So, like, so long as I like make it through like the main storyline, that's that was good enough for me. Because mm. normally I look at the uh, the new gen, like the new lineup, and go, wow, that looks a bit crap. I don't want that one. <laughs> oh, that one looks cool. I'll have that on my team. Mm. Uh, but every time I do buy a, the new generation, I try and pick like six brand new ones. So Same. at least it feels like I'm, uh, you know, playing a new generation rather than just yeah. playing the old one again. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I do really want. I think that's not what I try to do as well. Like yeah. especially for when um, I played Sword and Shield, but like, I saw Corviknight and I was like, I, I want that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like I like Alakazam, but do I really want it in my party for like the ninth generation in a row? No. Uh, you gotta mix it up. It's like otherwise, yeah. you may as well just play playing the same game. Yeah, yeah. But... Any of you played anything recently? 
I've played another game actually. So as you, as obviously on the same theme, that I've got the PS5. I picked up another PS5 game called Godfall, and I don't know whether you guys have heard anything of Godfall or not. Mixed things. Uh, I, yeah, very mixed things. Like uh, when I, it... I'm probably on that same wavelength as well. Like as, as soon as I picked it up, I was like, okay, it feels it feels Souls like in the fact you've got the combat, the dodge, the block, and everything like that. So I was fine with that. It's also got the looting system, you know, like with Neo. Where you've got, you know, white for common, green for uncommon, blue for rare, purple for quite rare, and then like orange for legendary. It's got that same sort of system. But I'm only just finishing the first world. And by the way, the worlds are big. Like each of the individual worlds are big. I've only just finished the first one. But after a while, it does start to feel quite repetitive. It does feel repetitive very, very quickly. Mm. Yes, I've heard that. And yeah, I've. So I I'd probably just rate it as an average game, but I'm having I, I was having a good time with it. I'm pro- probably going to revisit it again later on in the week, just because obviously now that I started the game, I want to bloody finish it. But I know where yeah. I know when the uh, PS5 first came out uh, of all the launch titles that reviewed, Godfall was the worst we've reviewed one of the lot. Yeah, so I just thought I'd pick it up just to give it a chance. Mm. I mean, graphically, it looks freaking amazing. Really does. I think one of my main gripes is it's like it's got decent weapon selection. You can customize the armor with lots of cosmetics, like you can with things like Overwatch, but you don't really get that much of a selection. So yeah, oh, really? that's probably my main gripe. It's it's repeti- how repetitive it is, and the the grand selection of you know actual equipment and stuff. So how stripped back would you say is like more so than I don't know Bloodborne. I'd probably put it more in line with Code Vein if you've played okay. that. Like I in have. terms of each of the individual armors have their own abilities and stuff. Mm. But it, it's very limited. So I think there's what maybe about 12 in total armor sets, which obviously you can cosmetically change. And weapons, you've got sword, long sword, dual swords, great swords, pole arms, hammers like that so you've got those weapon systems so obviously they're all going to have the same move sets but yeah that it, it just somewhat feels a little bit repetitive i'd like obviously i'm always i'm always doing this because it's just the big thing but you know like dark souls and neo or neo 2 in particular a lot of the weapons have their unique move sets yeah it's i think that adds a really nice charm to it i think that's why i've because when, when disney warriors 9 came out i picked that up I've, I've played most of the Dynasty Warriors games throughout the series. When it came to Dynasty Warriors 9, because a lot of the officers have their own unique movesets, their own unique styles. When it came to Dynasty Warriors 9, they mer- they cut corners and like a lot of the movesets were combined. So like you imagine that instead of having, you know, this vast array of officers with their own unique actions, imagine if it then turns into, okay, you've got four officers which have the same movesets. It's, it just takes away that charm of you know picking up something and be like oh i wonder what this does it's just you know just the same stuff as what all the other stuff does they were massively doing that in dennis warriors 6 i remember you had um oh what is it diao chan and uh is it suji uh like they both had the whips and then they uh, hmm. there are i think like there were just a whole load of characters that were really similar all all through that that had like similar weapons and similar play yeah. styles. Like I'm not, I'm kind of not surprised that they 
have gone down that route in Dennis the Warriors. It's basically just a different skin. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the more I hear about Dynasty Warriors, the uh, more I just hear about the newer games, adding on to like more and more complaints. Yeah. It's, 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 I want to give because I saw the Samurai Warriors one. They when they went for like a more it's, it's similar art style as Borderlands, you know, more cartoony. Right. From what I saw, I haven't actually seen any gameplay, but based on what I saw from the actual, you know, marketplace screen, it does look a bit more, you know, black outlines. Color feel sort of yeah. art style. Okay. Wouldn't that be massively jarring for a series? It's already got like its own established art style. To suddenly change. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of an odd one. Mm. Mind you, just just look at what people did when a uh, Wind Waker came out. You know, people complaining there. Yeah. And it looks yeah. like no, oh, it's the one that doesn't look like it's age a day. I'll say Wind Waker's like properly grown on me. I love Wind Waker so much. Well, I tell you what, I've, I've not really played anything new as of late, but since it's sort of naturally come up in conversation a couple of times, do you want to just take a minute to talk about Neo? Neo 2? Fucking love that game. Oh, we have to be yeah. you two because I've not played it either of them. Have you not? No. Oh, let Mate, me you have to play Neo and Neo 2. I think I've got the first one on PlayStation. Yeah, the first one was, PS- yeah. Yeah, the first one was on PS Plus. And then the mm. second, basically, what the second one does. Whatever the first one did, it just upscales it. So you've got a new weapon called the Switchglaive, which is freaking amazing. Um, you've got this new um, combat style where you've got these three demon forms. You've got the Brute, the Spectre, and the other one, which I can't remember. So, so it's basically this ability to transform into a demon. And oh, it is so good. The bosses are a lot more nice. Yeah, I, I fucking love Neo. Yeah, so gameplay-wise, it's like a sort of very fluid Dark Souls. But, yeah. Uh, instead of like a big open world, it's more mission-structured. Yeah. Um, and you can replay them as many times as you like. But each mission is just varying size. Like the main missions are pretty big. They are going to take you like a couple of hours to do, at least. Uh, but then some are very short. You can do them in like 10 minutes. Uh, and it's... It normally just boils down to your similar Dark Styles style. There's like, there's always like an M boss or a big monster you've got to kill, and you can just make a beeline there for the most part, apart from really like the main storyline ones. Mm. Yeah, the main storyline you have to follow more structure. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's really good. It's again got like uh, like you said in Godfall, it's got like a sort of a Diablo loot system. So it's got like your orange tier, your yellow tier. Yellow tier. Oh, that's not that's not one. I've just made up a new purple. <laughs> Orange, purple, blue, blue, green, white. Yeah, yeah that sort of system. Yeah, yeah. So um, you are <laughs> constantly changing out. Your oh, there's also tier. green. Actually, there is green for I think like the god tier. Like when you actually complete the game, you actually get green tier items. I don't know if I've ever got any of them. Yeah, they're uh, basically like on steroids. I mean, I got um, I finished Neo one. I've Yet to finish Neo 2. I've got really far in and just sort of got distracted. Probably could have played it for so long, I was getting a bit burnt out on it. But uh, yeah, uh, as I said, the enemy design is more traditional, sort of Japanese folklore, like the yokai yeah. stuff. That's, that's literally stuff. what Neo 2 Neo Neo 1 is more based on part of the folklore, but it, it's more about actual Japanese history 
where it's you know like the warring states period of japan like the 1600s sort of 1700s period whereas yeah. neo 2 is definitely more folklore you know like with that. like yuki owners the onis you know like, got, like the two ball demons gozuki mezuki like mm-hmm. yeah it is insane well the uh the main character of the series uh william uh well neo one at least anyway uh was a real person yeah I was about to say that myself. That I do know. How cool would that be? Like, like years after our death, we get made into a superhero in like our own Dark Souls game. Somebody make it happen, please. All you listeners out there, if any of them are game developers, go for it. You know you want it. (laughs) I was going to say, I highly doubt my life will turn into a Dark Souls. (laughs) Neither will mine. I don't know what mine will turn into. Most definitely not Dark Souls. Well, we could. Well, you, you've got your uh, red wine and your Estus. I'm not turning it into Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you never uh, know. Now, there, now, there's a question for everyone. If you were in some kind of game, what genre would it be? I Honestly, I would love to actually be in a Souls world. Mm-hmm. I think I actually would. Or, in a, in a, or in actually, a world no, a... or Terraria. <laughs> it's a, it's oh. a bit more of a happy place is it well yeah because you know you die you come back 10 seconds later it's not that bad oh that's true unless you're playing oh. like hardcore mode then i might be a bit in trouble yeah because <laughs> if i die the world ends <laughs> i think for to me, be honest i think for me it'd be a be an rpg epic story of whatever that might be the epic story of how this podcast got started. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. What well, you, I'd, I'd, I'd say like a world like Dark Souls where it's just, uh, a repeating cycle of misery and pain <laughs> and suffering. Like, well, how's that any different to Leicester? I was going to say, how is that different <laughs> to Monday to Friday? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same. No, uh, it's... no I, uh, I'll, I'll mix it up a bit. Uh, I'd like to be in like a sort of survival horror. Okay. Yeah, that, makes, that seems very you. Right I think that... You're going to be in a Resident Evil world. You'll pick up a fish and you'll be like, I'm pretty certain I can fish oh, I can this one with a fish. <laughs> I think that, like, Dude. kind of... All three of them kind of say it all for us. Like, you... Chris, you're more like Resident Evil. Like, a survival horror. Brandon, you want, like, a Souls thing. And me, I just want, like, a JRPG of some sort. I mean, that kind of says it all for us. Yeah, I think I'm... that just goes to show, like, what our favourite genres are. I'm very surprised none of us uh, chose to live in a world that's like a hentai fandom simulator. Anyway. I was going to say that as a joke. <laughs> oh, but I was actually going to say that Think as a of joke. The possibilities. <laughs> like, oh, is this an insight into our psyche? Like, uh, oh, of all dear. the worlds we could live in, oh, we could have like endless riches and treasures. No, let's live in a world of pain oh, and misery. <laughs> that keeps us happy. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, it definitely does keep oh. me happy. But yeah, uh, uh, just going back to the PlayStation 5 stuff, the other games which I did uh, pick up, I picked up the PS5 version of Greedful, because mm-hmm. I want to give that a go. And I picked up Tribes of Midgar, which I also want to give a go. Okay. okay. So once I've played those, I can then let you guys know in future episodes of the podcast. But also the other game I want to try is Immortals Phoenix Rising as well. I want to give I've that a go. I've that's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been told that's all right. Yeah. I know people have played uh, Greedfall as well, and they've said they've enjoyed it, but then I've seen mixed reviews, but I don't know. I've not played it. I don't know. 
I have played Greedfall for about 10 hours. Uh, the only reason I stopped doing it is uh, it was on my PS4 and it was the time my hard drive got wiped, so I lost my save game. Oh. I'm starting this all over again. But uh, no, I was quite enjoying it. Okay. It's, it plays. The closest thing I can think of is like uh, something like Dragon Age Origins, something like that. I've not played that. So I, the... played that ve- I played Dragon Age 2 very briefly. Yeah, I played it plays similar to that, like the sort of uh, third person sort of wandering around doing side quests. But it's got that very similar like interface, like skill cooldowns. That kind of thing. Okay. I know that sounds like every RPG in the world. <laughs> when I I'll say that sounds like Genshin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad though. I think you'll have a mm. good time with it. It's more like sort of um, pirate themed than anything else. I was expecting yeah. like more swords and sorcery. And it kind of does have that, but it's not like uh, medieval. I uh, see. Yeah, I'll be more than happy to give it a go because, like, I've been doing this again with food as well. I want to try, you know, diversifying my, you know, my flavors of games, my flavors of food. So I've been trying to pick up just stuff just to give it a go. Yeah. All right, there's nothing wrong with trying stuff. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. Uh, but. Probably don't try crack or heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you do you, but... <laughs> As my uh, old workmate used to say, fuck them all, you might miss good <laughs> And you'd also get hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um... Oh my goodness. <laughs> So what uh, other games have you guys got lined up or not only games what about stuff you've been watching i know dan you've been watching something haven't you yeah i've watched because obviously we've had three weeks break i've watched quite a bit of anime so i binged all of beast of season two which is great not as good as season I one start, i need to start season one yeah not as good as season one but beast of season two great i'm not, not going to go into any more detail uh unless you know but no it, it's really good um I've been watching, I started another anime uh, the other day, I'm about halfway through it, which has been fun, it's like a romance one, but I, there's another anime that ki- that came out this year I did finish uh, last week, yeah, no, this, this week, and that's really surprised me, um, it's called 86, and it's like a military anime, it reminds me of Code Geass, I don't know if either of you have watched that. Still gotta watch that. Right. It reminds me of Kogias a bit, where you got like one country fighting another, and you got mechs and that. But then the world building reminds me a bit of Hunger Games, right? And it's a kind of a little bit like Hunger Games, where they pick people from the different districts to fight, but in a more militarized way. Right. So, so the Hunger Games. It's not the Hunger Games, but it's like, oh, we pick these people because in '86, it's kind of a little bit like I don't um, where there's like two different types of people. There's the the privileged people, privileged oh, like privileged, privileged. Can say say it where they all their hair and skin and all that. They basically all look the same, so they all have white hair fair skin and then everyone else who's much more different 
coloured and all that are all segregated and put onto the front lines to fight. Oh, okay. I'm but, starting to think this show may wear its themes rather on its sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it just got me really emotionally invested in the characters and the story. It it just really had a lot of emotion in the way it had uh, developed the char- the main cast of characters. And season two is coming out in October, so I don't have to wait long for That's more. That's fast. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I don't have to wait long. So, uh, yeah. But I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like it it's a, came out this year, and it's been really good. I definitely recommend it. Uh, if you like a military, military, military anime with like mechs, the CGI of it with the mech fighting is really good as well. It's not often you see someone say that about CGI anime. Yeah. No, it's the the mech fighting is really good. The only downside is the villain. That is kind. Of, there is kind of no villains, but other than that, it's good. That's good to know. Otherwise, I'd have watched. I'm up to date with What If. If you are as well, Chris. Yeah, that's honestly about the only thing I've watched <laughs> um, as of late. Uh, yeah, What If. Is it just me? Because uh, when we did the first episode of this, uh, yeah, sorry, when we did the last episode of the yeah. podcast, there was only the one episode. Out, yeah. So I'm recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we've had four of them. Yeah. And is it just me, or is this series just getting much, much better? I said this <laughs> to my friend yesterday. First episode was the worst episode. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Not the that it... second one. Second Not... one with Star Lord and Charlie was fantastic, but the third one, my God, that was great. It's right. like a murder mystery, but it when the reveal was fantastic. It's all made yeah. sense. I really enjoyed it. I wasn't sure about it initially. I was a bit like, really, this is the episode. But by the end of it, I was like, oh no, this is really good. I think it, it, by the halfway point when it started to where you started to see the difference, it it got really good. But until the beginning of it, I was like, really? This is the episode this week? Mm. Uh, yeah, do you think you're going to do like the same as I did for the first one? Right? Yeah. Half of it's just the same again. <laughs> yeah. I think my favourite no, is the Doctor Strange one. That's been my favourite so far. Yeah, that's the uh, definitely the darkest one. Out. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I thought that was very good. Yeah, uh, but still, still so far the, the third one's my favourite. I thought mm. the second one was really, really good. But yeah, third one's not All, all four have been good. great. All four of them have been enjoyable. The first one is just the. It's still good. It's just the worst one so far. But that's not to say, not to say it's not bad. So by contrast, I I've sort of half watched something else. I've got like halfway through the series, and I'm not really caring for it. What's that? But in a similar Marvel theme, I started watching, you know, Modok. Oh really? Yeah, I started watching that. It's like sort of got the robot chicken yeah. type of animation. Did you? Yeah, it's really not. It's really not gripping me. <laughs> I've heard mixed things. Uh, two of my friends, they've watched it, and they absolutely love it. Yeah, it's 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 one of those like um, it's like the villain's meant to be like this big. Uh, well, the main character Modok is meant to be like this big, terrifying presence, but he like keeps getting undermined, and I think that's part of the uh, meant to be where some of the comedy comes yeah. from. Yeah, but I'm not really finding it all that funny. It's just like, oh. is this guy meant to be like 
intimidating or what because it seems to flip flop a lot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, I want to watch I it. Know, maybe. But yeah, say make your mind up. And I've not finished the series yet. Yeah. But um, I'm not it? finding it all that funny. I, I don't know if I'll drop it. I've I've got halfway through, so I might see it through to the end. Okay. But but I can't say the humor's really doing anything for me. Okay. Like, it it does have one interesting thing that I don't mind. Like um, minor spoilers, but it's in, literally in the first episode. It's um, the the company he runs, like AIM. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Marvel fans might know. Yeah. Uh, they're like basically run out of funding, so they <laughs> get bought out by another company. And they start changing like his evil lair into like a daycare center. <laughs> and I thought so far that's been like the best part of it. Oh, that's that's literally the first episode. That's not but, really uh, fun. It's, but it's like working up a sort of rivalry with like this head of this company, um, who's just like a uh, spokesperson type of guy. And it's building up like, oh, he just hates him. It's like, yeah, but aren't you meant to be like the big killing dude? Like, why didn't you just kill him? Where's that's it done? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, know, I know why they're not doing it. It's sort of you know make episodes and write a show. Yeah, it. yeah. It's like, it, but but you spent your entire career like taking over the world and doing all this weapons research. Like, kill the dude. You've killed killed loads of other people in it. About a second. Before. I don't know. I don't know. It's um a, a cautious watch. Okay. I uh, have watched two other things, but I'm just going to briefly mention them. So the other week, Warhammer Plus came out, and there's some. It's like a new subscription service for Warhammer stuff, and on it there's some animated stuff. So there's currently two series. One there's like a new episode every week. The other one I don't know if there's going to be more, but there's three episodes so far. One's called Hammer and Bolter. And the other one's called Angels of Death. Hammer and Bolter is quite a cartoony animation. And of the three episodes, the first two are a bit iffy. But uh, it, if you don't know anything about Warhammer 40k, it just found, felt really weird kind of jumping into the middle. Just putting them on, it felt like I just picked up a Warhammer 40k book and just put it in someone's face, gone halfway through it and went, just read read from here and you're like I have no idea what's going on but then the third episode was all about an, the orcs and it was really well done okay. and then the angels of death was quite a more realistic st- style all around the space marines so I'm currently watching that which has been quite good but that's all I wanted to say that's uh, I know people are uh, some of my friend, friends are all watching it and uh, and know they're enjoying it as well. Ah, excellent. But uh, well, on some on a different... Wait, what are you saying, Chris? I was about to say, uh, has Brandon been watching one? <laughs> I've not been watching it. He's watching what? Anything? Just, Anything. Just stuff. I haven't really been watching anything. I've just been trying to catch up on the anime from yeah. this season. Yeah. So I haven't really had enough time to watch anything brand new. Yeah, I think I know Chris and I are probably going to watch Shang Chi soon. Whenever. Yeah, don't know when, but neither. I was I got invited to go last Friday, but I was at a gig, so I did not go. Well, the thing is, it's only just come out, so normally I give it like a week or two for yeah. like the crowds to calm down. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll mention that at some point. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have been told it's quite good. Yes. Like uh, one, one review I've seen of it said like it's been like his favourite standalone one since for Ragnarok. Nice. Uh, I, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. On a different note, there's something that you, well, all three of us, but definitely you two, wanted to talk about, isn't there? We did. I think we're thinking the same thing that you're thinking that we're thinking of. Yes, I uh, think we are. Is it, are we going to talk about YouTube? Yes, we were. Excellent. So, here's what we were for thinking. We, we were still deciding what to talk about as such, but I myself thought it might be a good idea to highlight a couple of channels that I enjoy watching on YouTube, which I don't think get enough recognition. So, to start off, let's see... So yeah, uh, three that I really like watching. Uh, one is called Cynical Reviews. It's a uh, British reviewer called CJ. Uh, and he takes a look at uh, British shows, uh, stuff on Netflix, and takes a look at them with like a comedic eye. Um, hmm. He likes these um, Dungeons and Dragons, so he talks about stuff like that. Uh, and like the shows based on it. But if you like, um, if you like stuff like, I don't know, light nostalgia critic, but minus all the sketches and just discussions about the actual show and with peppered in with jokes, and uh, I highly, highly recommend it. So that is cynical reviews. Uh, another one which I have spoken to both of you guys about uh, off stream, one called Game Makers Toolkit. Oh yeah, you have mentioned which- this. Yeah, yeah it's a, it is a fantastic watch, though. Mm. It's just a uh, chap who talks about uh, all game design and world building and how everything connects. He does a really good series called Boss Keys where uh, he takes a uh, analytic look at all of like the Zelda games and all the Metroid games and how each place is structured, like especially the dungeons, like, uh, but he also does one on like Castlevania of the Night and Dark Souls as well. Um, and as well as he does uh, one-off subjects on like uh, accessibilities for games, like uh, gaming for disabled people. But, again, just all game design. Uh, he's, uh, that, I, f- I think it's just really fascinating for anyone that likes to uh, think about becoming a game designer or just wants to appreciate their games just a little bit more. Like, uh, you might learn a thing or two about uh, game layout you didn't think about before. So, that's, so that is a Game Maker's Toolkit. Uh, mm. And another one, which is a smaller channel. Uh, oddly enough, uh, it's one called Hats Off Entertainment, which is basically just a guy um, who talks about classic comedians and just like puts them under the spotlight uh, in a sort of more documentary style. Uh, so hmm. not not really ha ha funny, but um, he does talk uh, about stuff like Lauren and Hardy, um, yeah, just, uh, the Three Stooges stuff like that, uh, highlights and stuff. And but he also looks at stuff like um, Forgotten Failures, which are like reboots. Like he just did one on the Ace Ventura Pet Detective Junior, which is like a film. Starring a kid version of Ace Ventura. It's a bit surreal. But uh, yeah, anything like comedian wise or classic comedy. And uh, 
and even the same thing he does the same thing i'm doing now uh, he takes a look at um stuff called uh which he calls almost cult classics which takes a look at older films which should have been really good and some of them have got like cult status now but never really got the uh all the praise they really should have gotten back in the day but yeah it's just an interesting watch so uh there's, there's three shows i really like watching but if i was talking about bigger ones and uh two biggest favorites i really like watching are ashens and kadikaris but i think a lot of people know who they are now but mm. i think they're great i uh take a lot of my cues and i've picked up a lot of um social quirks for watching them i think <laughs> i think mm. i've uh, sort of quote some of them on a daily basis <laughs> yeah about it. Mm. Uh, you know when you watch something for so long and like you just start you find yourself phrasing them <laughs> without thinking about it mm. oh i know that feeling like, like uh just like i have them with homer simpson if I ever pick up the phone and just go you know <laughs> i wired into me <laughs> i think the, the the thing i like quote a lot a lot these days and i think it's more because of Maybe I'm playing Warhammer a lot more. Is when I'm like, when something bad happens, I'm like, oh, I'm in danger. What are you, Brandon? Okay, so for myself, um, probably the one channel which there's not many YouTube channels nowadays. Which as soon as the video comes out, I'm just like, oh my god, I need to watch it. But I'd say the the one YouTube channel which, whenever they release a video that I go for, is a channel called Abroad in Japan. Oh yeah! I oh yeah, I know that channel. Yeah. yeah, so abroad in Japan, if you don't know, it's about a guy called Chris Broad who he used to be an English teacher in Japan, and he now basically does like his video quality is absolutely like documentary style. It's f- fantastic, like information about. He, he'll go on like a tour of a certain part of Japan. So, for example, he'll go to like um, Nagasaki. He'll show like some of the activities you can do in Nagasaki, what the scenery is like, what some of the famous land points are. It's you know, really, really good production quality for that. So I think Abroad in Japan is maybe that one channel which I look forward to the most. Um, again, it's, it's quite a big one. He's got like two and a half, 2.7 million subscribers. Another one which is quite, I say quite big, it's got 3 million. I do really like to watch Sea Dog VA um, YouTube channel as well. So especially when he does his, like, his budget cosplay videos, they're absolutely hilarious. Whenever he does like a random thing in Japan, like for example, he went to like a, a Gyaru bar in Japan. And what that, like, what some of the stuff that goes on there. He went to like a, a pig cafe, like a micro pig cafe. That was, you know, very, very interesting to watch. What was the name of that channel again? Sorry. Uh, sea Dog VA. So, uh, dog spelled D A W G <laughs> with VA on the yeah. side. Yeah. Basically, so he's, 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 yeah. Basically, trash taste. Yeah. Basically, he's what well, he called it, well, monkey brains from the trash taste, you know, like me being the fucking monkey brain of victory achieved. <laughs> some of the shits I come out with. <laughs> I don't know, sometimes I feel and then, like you're more like yeah. Diggerk in some ways. I, I just I just say some of the most inappropriate crap. But well, if, you're the, if you're the monkey brain, then I'm the monkey ass. <laughs> you're the moody ass. I don't even know who I am. Mm. I'd, I'd say you're... something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for a third channel, this is, this is another one, which again, whenever they release a video, I'm just like, I'm really excited to watch it. And that's, it's a YouTuber called Sleepy. Okay. Um, he's an he's an Overwatch YouTuber, and he's basically he's playing the Overwatch League. But I think the main thing which has drawn me to these videos is because it's the style of edits. His editor Drowsy does a phenomenal job at making 
really funny, you know, montages and, you know, edits and stuff like that. And I think that's what really, especially nowadays, because, you know, like back in the days, like you have the likes of PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye, Mark Clark, you know, the original gaming YouTubers, they could just upload, uh, you know, a, le- a 10 minute Let's Play. And, yeah. you know, back to like, the early, mid, well, mid, late 2000s, you could just sit through and just watch these Let's Plays. But nowadays, obviously that's our generation, but you're, you know, you've got the new like 10, 11, 12, 13 year olds who want to watch it. They're not going to sit through and watch a Let's Play. So these edits, which some of the, you know, what you have to do for these gaming YouTube channels. And I think what's what Drowsy does in Sleepy's videos, um, like it fits the bill really nicely. Same thing for like some of the, because one of the mobile games, which I play a lot, which I'm absolutely addicted to, is a game called Summoner's War. <laughs> and um, some of the um, edits for this. So there's a YouTube channel called Sean B. Again, his editor does a phenomenal job at making his um, his PvP gameplays look great. And there's again, there's Wants and Love. His edits are amazing. Back in back way back in the days, there's another one called YDCB. His edits were absolutely hilarious. You know, like all the meme sound effects, you know, like Keck W or Inception, conspiracy that that sort of like sound effects and edits is what really makes gameplays, you know, quite exciting to watch. And that's sort of thing. That's why I sort of go went to watch those. Oh, that's cool. What about yourself, Dan? I'm just gonna pick like three i really like not ones that are small i'm just going to pick like three i watch as brandon says with like abroad in japan whenever like a new video drops i'm just like there that's what i'm just going to pick because i yeah so i'm going to pick like my first one is that i'm whenever a new episode drop as you say whenever a new episode drops i'm as quick as i can i want to watch it is a uh, super eye patch wolf and he does a whole super lot- yeah, Super Eye Patch Wolf, and he does a whole load of anime, video game, and just a, a whole mixture of stuff. Videos on just yeah. So he did like one about psychics. Um, I was I, either early this year or last year, and it was absolutely amazing. And he did like a martial arts, um, done a couple martial arts videos. He had one this year about a martial arts manga, and then he and it was fantastic. So it's just quite. In, he does a whole load of videos. He, he's done like a one about Silent Hill Two, which is amazing. He's done ones about anime, like One Punch Man, Mob Psycho. So yeah, he's got a whole load of great videos, and I really enjoy yeah, him. I, I do like some of his work. Like um, I, I do like really like the Bizarre World videos. Yeah. Like, say the, the psychic one, the martial arts one. For me, that's uh, that's my preferred type of content. Yeah. Uh, another. This is like a a weird. It, it is quite like a more relaxing channel, but it's called Other Places. I don't know if you've Other heard. Places. Yeah. So on this. Cha- that one. So on this channel, it all the videos are like different places from video games. So for example, there's a whole lot of Dark Souls ones. So you have like, look, uh, Lawfrick from Dark Souls Three or. Um, what's it? Uh, Violent Shrine, and it just has that place, no characters, and it just for like a minute, four minutes, or however long, it just takes you around that scenery, like a like kind of like a bird's eye view, not bird's eye view, but yeah, it just has that. You just look at the scenery for however long, four minutes, or however long the video is. Like the Firelink Shrine's like a minute and a half, but then the the Lawfrick one's like four minutes long. So and it just 
you just look at the scenery and it's and like there's a whole load like you got Rapture you got Yakuza 0 you got Boston from Fallout 4 you got as well like Grand Theft Auto 5 with The Witcher 3 there's a whole load of stuff is that kind of like a sort of ASMR thing where it throws like uh, softer music on top of it where you just have a look around the world yeah it's obviously the music from said game but yeah okay it's quite a, a nice channel if you want, just want to chill out. And I guess um, one that I've uh, I, I'm I'm always a bit on and off with um, the uh, videos, but I, I'll probably be watching the channel again sooner, uh, sooner soon because of uh, a t- a show that's coming back I think in a couple months. But it's called Eruption Fang. And he does a whole load of, he's done a, like he does. He mainly he's done like, um, mostly it's like Red versus Blue and Ruby, but he does, he's done. He's really into his Borderlands, so he's done like the like loads of uh, the history of like said Borderlands character. And just before Borderlands Three, he did a an hour and forty five minute video about the complete timeline of Borderlands and it's absolutely fantastic. Oh, that sounds pretty good. I see. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a channel that sounds similar. Um, I watch uh, one called Slopes Game Room where it does like, the entire history of like a franchise. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there's mine. Super Eye Patch Wolf, Other Places and Eruption Fang. So I, I just picked three I really like, not... Mm. I think, uh, yeah, I just wanted to pick three. I'll say, can I do a couple special mentions as well to really interesting ones? Because obviously, we spoke a lot about games and, you know, we didn't really speak a lot about music. Yeah. So I just wanted to do like a special shout out to like uh, Nick Nocturnal, Alex Hefner. So I don't know if you've heard of those two. No. Can't say I have. So Nick Nocturnal and Alex Hefner, they do, well, Nick Nocturnal mainly does um, covers. But they they start to do it well, for a while. They've been doing reaction to like new music which has come out. So quite often it's just nice just to listen to like just I just watch them. Like it'll be my first time watching the music and it's just seeing another person react to it because it's not it's not really other many channels out there which I like to watch reactions. Mm. And I don't know about you guys. Like, what's your experience being with like react? Um, <laughs> I think the only I watch. I think it's only really like movie trailers. Other than that, not really. I'm never really that bothered. No, I'm very much on the uh, the thought train that uh, these reaction channels they like show like entire episodes of something and then just react to it, but they're not crediting the original artist. I know that's. Mm. I think that's less of a problem now, but it used to be a major issue a yeah. while back. But there's another one which I've got to say as well. It's another one called Goku Flex. I don't know if you guys have heard that one as well. No. So he is a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. So he shows like workout videos, but he also does anime challenges. <laughs> so he would do like um, like silhouette challenges. So like you see a silhouette of a character, and then there'd be like a group of them. And they have to guess what the character is, hmm. and that's quite fun. Because quite often I I will do challenge. I I do it myself sometimes. Like I'll stick a YouTube channel or YouTube video on on like um. Can you name these fifty anime openings? I, I, like, give myself that challenge of okay, let's do this. <laughs> and it's just, 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 just something fun like that. So you know, like when um, the anime man when he did like yeah. his um, challenges, like one second opening, two second opening, three second openings, or anime quiz, or name like 
a letter of the alphabet and you have to say the anime name or whatever. But I like watching challenges like that. Yeah. I want, I've only watched uh, where the anime... Was it the anime? Ma- yeah. When he did one where with a whole group of the anime tubers. So, like, I know Giga was there. Obviously, the anime man's girlfriend. I can't remember her. Yeah, it was Aki. There was yeah. Sid. Yeah. And Connor. And, yeah. And we were all just guessing. That that was quite a fun video. I can't remember. I think it was it Giga. He just, like, just constantly getting them. Yeah, I think that must have been the music one. Yeah. No. Yeah, I like watching stuff like that. Because I feel like I'm joining in partly. Even though I don't exactly respond in the comments. But I like to do the challenge myself at home. Mm. I'm, on, I'm one of these people that types in YouTube comments after I've had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see me commenting, you know I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Have you guys got any more special announcements for what YouTube, other YouTube channels you watch? Not necessarily your favourites, but ones that you just have a, a joy watching. Uh, yeah, um... I, I well, I watch an awful lot of YouTube. I watch more YouTube than anything else. But I, I could be a who all day. But, yeah, same. Uh, another ones, I, a couple I just want to highlight very quickly. They do similar things. They do like uh, gaming challenges. So uh, Mitten Squad uh, is quite a bigger channel now, but um, he does like generally more Skyrim and Fallout challenges. Mm. Um, my dry bread. There's uh, yeah. like single Pokemon challenges. Yeah, I've not. I've got uh, his latest one to watch. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, but one I've I've really taken to, uh, and he is a much much smaller one, much much smaller. Like because I think he's only got about six thousand subs. So uh, one called Scott's Thoughts, and he does a very similar thing. He does this, like uh, Pokemon challenges, but he puts a spin on it by like doing a race. So. Um, Who's faster to, like, to beat the game with? Would it be like uh, Omastar or Kabutops? Like similar sort of trading. Oh, ones? that's interesting. Like, who, who, who's faster, Alakazam or Gengar? Like, beat the game with. But uh, yeah, Scott's Thoughts is very good. And because he's only small, he's one of the very few YouTubers you can leave a comment and he actually respond to it. Mm. Yeah, so I'm right just looking there. now. He's got 16,400 subs. Oh, yeah. And let's just have a look at it. Like, yeah, he hasn't. All of his, all of his videos. I say all of his videos <laughs> are less than seventy k views. So he, you know, he's still at that humble stage. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, quite... he's like he's up like he's still getting like decent views, like thirty k per upload. He's got nice average, especially for a channel of his size. Mm. And he's only been doing it for a year or just over a year. You know, I think he's view count. He's doing quite well. The thing yeah, quite he's interesting. Quite... It's been quite consistent. He seems to bang them out like uh, every Sunday. He does one. Uh, so that's one thing I really people. need to start doing. I really need to start doing YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's one small channel called. Uh, it's it's some wanker who does it. Uh, Spanky Rambles. I don't know. Oh yeah. Spanky Rambles. Let me just let me just search <laughs> Spanky Rambles. That? <laughs> uh, he's got. Oh god, he is small. He's got he's got 14 subs, 270 videos. So that's a lot of content. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, but he also uploads a bedtime story. That's interesting. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, I see he also does challenge videos like can you only do screen a uh, string shot? It's plenty Resident Evil stuff. Definitely a lot of content on that channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mo- it's mostly like uh, past sort of streams as well. Mm. But yeah, he's a complete sauce, but you don't want to see. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, not not on YouTube anyway. Twitch definitely. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
anymore. I can name a whole um, load, but yeah, I, I can name like a massive list. There's, like, I watch a lot of ones, but like, I don't know. They're more ones that I find quite n- niche. Not maybe not niche, but like, there's a few anime ones. Like, uh, there's one where he mainly his main channel is uh, more One Piece, but he does he's done like a more generalized anime channel, but he's He's uh, called Grand Line Review, and his One Piece reviews are like. I used to watch another another One Piece reviewer, but they just his videos just got so bloated. They're like half an hour long, and I'm like, it's so detailed. But I just got to the point where I'm like, I'm not getting what I want from the chat review, or I have to mm-hmm. listen to for thirty minutes to get what I want out of it. Whereas Grand Line Review, it's maybe like fifteen minutes, and it just highlights all the key points in such a fantastic way and now he's doing more uh, live actions snippets and it's even more entertaining and then he has his more generalized animes called world is it oh what is it called new world review so that's he's done like i know he's done like hunter hunter and a few other stuff on that uh, but i mainly watch his one piece stuff and it, he's He's to the point. He's entertaining. He's fun. The only thing is he speaks like someone I used to work with. And so I, I still got, I actually got them on my Facebook. I don't even know if they listen to the podcast. Um, but they always remind me of that guy I used to work with. And it just, it always tickles my pickle. Let's just say that. Tickles your pickle. <laughs> it, it's always funny. Dan, I think you Dan, I think you need to start a YouTube channel called. Uh, no, uh, it's just always funny <laughs> tickle, because tickle. his his voice, Grand Line Reviews voice, and this guy I used to work with is so similar. Like I, I, I I've never even. I, I maybe I need to tell this guy because he this guy likes One Piece as well. He he, I use him and I. We used to talk about One Piece a lot, so I might tell him. I'm like, listen to listen to Grand Line Review, and he might be like. Wait a minute. He sounds like me. I'm like, yeah, I've always thought that. I don't know. Maybe I might, I might actually send it after this, after the recording. Wow. There's uh, so pl- plenty of uh, channel recommendations there. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, pretty good. I'm, I'm glad we can highlight uh, some smaller creators. Hmm. May as well use our platform for good rather than evil, which I've mostly <laughs> been using it for so far. Um, I don't think there's much stuff we uh, trash trash talk on here. Just that Resident Evil series. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apart from the, the handful of other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no. But what, what have you all got to look forward to in the next couple of weeks before we uh, record again? What what can you find? What can I find you two playing on your channels on your Twitch channels? So literally, I'm gonna. I've got some anime reviews which I'm gonna be doing. So fixing Ooh. my anime list. I've still got my PvP on Summoner's War which I'm doing. I've still got to try finish getting over it, and I've also got to still finish Undertale. <laughs> so that's what I've got for the next couple of weeks to come. Ah, uh, busy schedule then. <laughs> well, uh, I, mine's changed massively because of the uh, changes in my personal life Indeed. so uh i did have a schedule like that was fixed but now i'm just gonna do it 
whenever the hell I feel like it. But I will announce on my, my Facebook and Twitter when I'm doing it. But uh, tonight I'm continuing playing Final Fantasy IX, which I haven't completed since it came out back in the day. Uh, I've mentioned ask. it a couple of times, but now I guess I've got to do Neo now. <laughs> I have to ask, how far are you right now on nine? Uh, I've only been playing it like for three hours. I only oh. did my first stream a bit last night, so uh, okay. I've just I've just got out the ice cave. Okay, you're decent. Uh, I've yeah. Cool. So um, uh, surprise! I've I'm having to fight it so much because uh, you know in the like the remaster know, it gives yeah. you like the option to like speed up the battles. Yeah. I've tried to resist doing that so much. <laughs> that is like, one no, of the... while I'm live streaming. Yeah, I'll keep yeah. it realistic. Yes, I, I know. I do say it's my favorite game, but I will admit the the battle the battles are slow. Like I didn't realize until like the last time I played it, where I was like, "Yeah, the, it is far slower than like Final Fantasy VII, for example." Yeah, normally you don't notice it that much, but when you like doing it live and you see like how long you've been live for and like, well, I've been in this room like 50 yeah. years <laughs> yeah yeah but I, see I might I might speed it up a little bit like off off stream yeah. like uh, if I need if I need to do a bit of grinding yeah. sessions but that's that's it really mm. that's cool like I'll I'll try and if I've got if I can I'll try and uh, watch some of your streams I haven't really recently i've been really busy outside of work uh so i haven't had time like this weekend's been ridiculous if you i went slam dunk festival yesterday so i, oh, I it, and i was out as i said i was out on a gig on friday so it's been non-stop all weekend even this morning i've worked then i went to see my friend and then now we're doing this so i've been on the go like quite a bit but I'll, if I can, I'll be trying to uh, catch your streams before I go on holiday. Thanks, my man. Oh, I must say, um, it's such a wake-up call because um, I went out uh, last bank holiday Sunday. Um, and bear in mind, I've not been out for ages because of lockdown and whatnot. But uh, I was on a Sunday, went up uh, early afternoon, went to a mate's birthday party, played some bowling. Then I went straight to a Viking-themed festival at hmm. a local pub. And then I went straight down to another pub in town for like a, a handful of bands. And I somehow managed to uh, jump on the last bus and uh, meet my two little nieces who were staying over Aww. for a little while before they went to bed. So I managed oh, to cram all that into one day. That's and nice. being able to go out, it, it's made me realise, God damn, I feel unfit. <laughs> I'm on my feet all day. I'm not sitting on my arse. Then, then there's me. I, then there's me. I look at myself physically and I'm like, I'm the... I'm the I'm in the best physical shape of my life. Mm. <laughs> like I I, was, I feel so good. I I felt really good last year. Like uh, I was getting like really really fit. Like um, like in the gym, like like doing full stacks and like bench press and mm. stuff like that. And I felt really good. Uh, and then the pubs reopened, and then <laughs> things went massively downhill very very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just coincidence. But... Mm, maybe. Well, well, we'll see. Nah, you, you're not, you're not exactly, you're still a, I don't know what to say, but you're not exactly. I, 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 I'm, over... I'm still spelled. You're a good <laughs> my, build. My, se- yeah. my, uh, my secret is not eating all that much. Well, 
fun fact, all three of us have only been in the same room once. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. You what? Fun fact for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. All three of us have only been in the same room once. Have we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dan's birthday party. What yeah. was it, about four, year, four years ago? Um, no. Oh, was this at your dad's? Yeah, it was. That was the day you two met. That's the only time I've met your dad as well. And it was odd. Because it was just me and your dad in your house. <laughs> yeah, because you got there before, before Brandon like, and I. Yeah, it's like, hello, you don't know me. Well, I'm going to come in your house and hang around for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, you eat, why you eat your dindins? Basically, it's talked about Dark Souls the entire time. Yeah, I was saying, I couldn't even, I only just realized that was you. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, my that gosh. Was, that was me, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brandon. Why do you think he was the. I asked Chris to join the podcast. Are you friends with him? <laughs> well, yes, that too, but I knew that you two got on. <laughs> you can't remember, up, Dan, there was quite a bit of alcohol involved that night. The, mm... That was early days. Yeah. That was before, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I went so, to another party that night. <laughs> yeah. Then we went. To, I can't remember what we did. We went to Firebug. It was only just did us we? two. Yeah. Because we had the we went moshed the night before, or well, I went moshed. I don't know if you did. I can't remember. <laughs> I think you. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I, you, I, did. I, you I, did. I came round, met you both. Yeah, I came down, met you both, like uh, Dan's as house. And, yeah. Uh, I stayed there for a couple of hours with a couple of beers and, and I had somewhere else that promised yeah. me so I'd bug it off. So. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm but sure we'll it, all... It, it, seems, it, it seems tight cast me and you, Brandon, because when I did meet you, all we talked about was Dark Souls doing a podcast. I was going to say, Dark I'm Souls. pretty certain all I remember, <laughs> yeah, is that I was just sat there just just talking Dark Souls the whole time. Yeah. Yep, we really did. <laughs> yep. And I'll say, I hadn't played it then and I was like, mm. but now I'm like, haha, now I know. <laughs> But you haven't played Neo yet, have you? No, I will rectify that at some point. One of the next games I plan to play is Resident Evil 7. Do it. And then play 8. Uh, that is the plan. Good man. That is the plan. Because we'll uh, Halloween is coming up soon. Ooh. By the time this is out, it'll be... Oh, oh. Here we go. What, what day will it be? The twentieth. It'll only be a couple of weeks. <laughs> it'll be, it, this episode will be out on the twentieth of uh, September. So, see, it's getting to, towards Halloween. So I'm gonna have to start playing Resident Evil Seven. Well, if we talk about Halloween now, it'll be topical by the time it's episode. <laughs> you see, this is why I'm playing it. I'm gonna start playing it early. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good plan. Uh, I think. What am I going to do? I think I'm going to stream Ghostbusters because I wanted to do that last time, but uh, Halloween just ran out. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it was done. It was as soon as I, oh, I didn't get around to playing it. I'll do it next year. Actually, speaking of streaming, I could probably say this. As you know, Chris, I'm planning for my 100 follower special on Twitch to do a 10 hour Nuzlocke of Gen 1 Pokemon. That's one thing I'm hour. looking forward to doing. Yeah, I'm going to try to, I'm going to do it a whole 10 hour if I can. I'll just do a Nuzlocke. I won't worry about uh, the time constraints. No, I'm yeah, just going to stream it. straight for 10 hours. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to try to complete it in 10 hours. I'm just going to... Know what... oh. Do you know what gen you're going to do it in? I'm going to do gen 1. Gen 1. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to try and just do my gen 1, and then as soon as that's done, then my next special, 
say for example 250 followers i'll do gen 2 okay well gen one's probably the hardest to do it in just because you have the least nah. amount of roots so you yeah. have like the least amount of pokemon to catch pokedex is still smaller i wouldn't so say so cool. i think gen one's uh, quite easy because it's norlax lapras <laughs> they maybe. like well it depends how you do how you how you do the nuzzle lock but Lapras and Snorlax will just boss. Yeah. Like again, Snorlax that, against that, Sabrina, you is just an instant win. Yeah, but you've got to get to that point. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Brandon might uh, be uh, bad at the game and wipe out. I'll say no, my luck. I'm going to have an army of Caterpies and Zubats. Oh, are you going to do it without dupes? <laughs> no, I'm going to do it with dupes. Oh, so if yeah. you get... So if I find another Zubat, unfortunately, I'm going to have to catch it. Oh, so you not so then you're not doing it without do. You, oh, so you are doing it where you can have, yeah. So if you catch a ratata and then the next route you find another ratata, that's your yeah. first encounter and you have to catch it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's ratata and nothing. I I do it where it, I I do dupes claws. So if I got a ratata and the next route I find a ratata, I I I run until I get something new. Oh no, that's 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 not a nuzzle lock. Yeah, that. it is. It's gonna get to a, it's gonna get to a point where I go to a route. I'm I'm probably gonna avoid the grass and just start fishing. And be like, please, just give me the magic Dukes up. Please, just, just give me the magic up. Dupes cause no, is it's, optional. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's got to be your first encounter. So you can't encounter something else. It's like if nah. you get another ratata, that's it. If you choose not to have dupes, then uh, you just don't catch it. You just get out of look. Nah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, that's how I do. Well, I do dupes anyway, so it's not an issue. Uh, everyone, everyone does it differently. Yeah. I, I actually think it's harder if you got it with dupes. Like having nothing, yeah, that sucks. But on gem one, like exactly the same. Well, on gem one, it is hard. <laughs> but if you do it with dupes, you can on gem one, you can soft lock encounters where you can be like, oh, because I've got all these encounters, the only encounter I can get on this route is this. Mm. So well, you just got to be lucky. Uh, you. You actually get something that has special moves to uh, attack ghosts in the uh, Lavender Tower. Yeah, I was going to say, pepper. just imagine if I go through <laughs> and I don't get any HM slaves. Yeah. Nah, you'll be fine, Brandon. Again, that's, I'm not looking uh, forward. To, I'm not looking forward to the Safari Zone either. Oh, I never catch anything in the in there. That's one thing that uh, people aren't too sure of um, when doing a Nuzlocke. Like, if you get to a point where Say you need strength to carry on, but none of the ones you've caught can use strength. Uh, the the rule I did is like you're allowed to catch another Pokemon just to use like that HM, but don't use them in battle. I think that's allowed. As long as you're never attacking anything with it, you should be okay. I think that is well, a uh, a victory achieved. Don't you think, guys? Yeah, I think that might be a wrap for this episode. That's been quite a fun one. Oh, it's been nice talking to you guys again. It's been so it's long. It's been an absolute pleasure. Mm. So long. Obviously, to our listeners, it's just like, oh, it's just another two weeks. But for us, it was three weeks. And it, I, I really felt it. I must mm. admit. I'm looking forward to the new episode dropping tomorrow. Indeed. Oh, the new, well, old for us, new for you. Yeah. <laughs> episode eight. Episode nine, guys. Obviously, by this time, it's like, oh. Do we have a title for it, or is it super secret? What, episode 8? Yeah. Oh, I called it Somewhere in the Fallout series. Okay. Referencing Alterbridge, because they've got a song called Fallout. Yeah. 
and we talk about Fallout. We do, but we don't talk about Alterbridge. No, we don't, but I, <laughs> I, I love that Alterbridge song, so I was like, I'm going to reference Alterbridge and Fallout. It, so. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of Alterbridge, uh, have you listened to like Mark Tremonti's solo stuff? I love Tremonti. Yeah. Honestly, since uh, the fourth Alterbridge album, I've been off. I've kind of gone off Alterbridge and Tremonti. have just, I think, they're just so much more enjoyable. Oh, he's really fucking good. <laughs> I, I do like Alterbridge, but I think ever since Fortress, there's something I don't know why, but. Ever since the third, uh, uh, the fourth album, I do like the fourth album. But ever since then, I've really fell off them. Oh, it's not like the music's bad or anything. It's just, I don't know. It's it's the same as most things. It's like, oh, you get it, and it's shiny, and it's new, and it's great. I, I think it's and, like, just a few albums more, later, you're sort of like, more I just of the think, same. yeah, I think it's just more of the same. So, yeah, cool, cool, cool. victory cool. achieved. I think uh the tree is achieved. <laughs> well, uh, are we doing a proper little oh are we doing a proper little outro? Well, about to start. Go on, Brandon, right. say something. Um <laughs> Delayed. Something. <laughs> Quick. If in life you'd find yourself having a hard time with alcohol and you wake up genuinely feeling fresh, I think you can truly say that that night out you truly Achieved some victory. There we go. Just remember, up here for da- for thinking, down downstairs for dancing. A what? And <laughs> a what? I'll I'll leave, I'll leave you with that. And for me, my inspirational quote is: insert inspirational quote here. Frankie two K twelve. No, I can't now. What? What year is it? <laughs> 2K21. Oh my god, Brandon. The only reason I think I said 2K12 is because do you remember like back in GCSE days? Oh, like, it was. Like, I think it was just my error because anything anything that was remarkably like graffiti or chavy or cool was like, oh, it's 2K12. So I think that's just always the number that just pops into my mind. It's just 12. It doesn't matter what I do. Even if I say it as just, you know, just a meme, I'm always like 2K12. I don't know why. I, I graduated university in 2007, so... Uh... Spanky Rambles 2K7. <laughs> 2019. Yeah, I think I should go back to camping. I, I think I clearly did not have enough of a digital detox. I'm g- camping this weekend in the lakes. Enjoy. Can't wait. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> oh. I'm just going to sit at my laptop until fortnight's time. Well, I guess <laughs> without further ado, we'll... Uh, we'll a bit ado. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye guys. Be safe. Bye. We'll see you next time for episode 10. Big numbers. It's not the halfway point of the year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, Brandon. Well, 26 will be.